It's the Muppets Minute Show with host Nick and Annie. Yay! Yay! It's time to talk about the Muppets movies minute by minute. Today we're talking about the Muppets Take Manhattan, minute 31. Minute 31 starts with Kermit walking past a couple of old dudes getting a suntan and ends with a scene that I'd rather not talk about with Annie. Makes me uncomfortable for a kid's movie and probably wouldn't get written in 2019. Uh... Definitely. I, I was just staying off uh, off mic that Nick knows what he's in for this week, but uh, <laughs> we'll get to that later. Yeah, maybe. Maybe maybe we'll finish <laughs> the minute before we get to it. Who, who knows? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so let's, let's start off with uh, Kermit walking down the street and just uh, an odd appearance by Waldorf and Statler. Yeah, it's a little strange, right? I mean, these it's funny, but just a little random. Yeah, right. yeah. Like, I don't know what is supposed to be accomplished by it. I mean, it's it's comedic, but I mean, you're not utilizing the characters, so I, I don't know if maybe mm. something else was maybe written and deleted, maybe a line cut for pacing. Because, um, I mean, it's the perfect spot to have them notice something and, and say something. Other than that, I mean... It, yeah, I mean, these are two of your favorite characters, right? I mean, well, well they are but, strange, but I mean, yeah, to utilize them in this way, it's 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 funny in general, but I mean, not because of them. It could have been right. anybody doing that. They even, you know, so I don't know. It, it's uh, it, it shows that they're that they're also in the city, I guess. Um, so yeah, it's a thinker. It. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so it's, it's interesting. I mean, maybe it was just like, Hey, we need, we have these, they're sitting here and we need something for them to do. I guess I really think that they were probably, they probably either had a line that was cut or maybe even like a little jokey scene that was cut. Who knows? Do you know if they appear again in the movie? I cannot recall off the top of my head. I want to say they, are they, I mean, they could be in the, in the scene with a lot of Muppets that's towards the end. I don't know. If right. They're in it doesn't there. really we'll count. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if they have lines or jokes or anything, but yeah, you're probably right. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say they probably cut something. Well, I mean, it's a little, it's a little strange, out of place. Uh, it's nice to see them. I mean, I'd yeah. rather see them here doing nothing than not see them at all. Yeah. So, um, they, I mean, I, I will say that they, um, since this movie doesn't do any of that fourth wall breaking, I mean, they're they're infamous for breaking the fourth wall because they like you know I guess they're talking to each other in the audience ish. Um, yeah. I don't know. So maybe. There just wasn't room for them. I don't know. I don't yeah, it's a little strange, but you know. But so was a frog walking down the street with that outfit on. So you know. Yeah. Par for the course. Yeah, and I mean, he's holding the wig, right? <laughs> Weren't we talking about the wig last week? I'm trying to remember what we were yeah. saying. We thought for sure he would get rid of it, but he's just carrying it under right. his arm, which is funny. It's just funny, right? Because um, I, you know, she made the yeah, outfit. Yeah, meeting but- Jenny, and it looks like she's waiting for him, right? Like, I was going to ask you this. Like, have they had some sort of pre-arranged meeting spot or is he happening upon her? Um, I think it's pre-arranged. She yeah. she knew, you know, she made the outfit for him and she's being attentive to him, concerned, you know. So she, um, I think she, she wants to know how it worked. She might have even helped him get there because she knows the city. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So maybe she yeah. helped them find the place, get in the cab, get out there. Right. He probably needs some help. And he doesn't, I don't think he has any money at this point either. So maybe she had to pay the cab fare to get him over there, the subway fare. Yeah, it's pretty clear that he's she's uh, help getting involved. Like she's being very helpful, right. which is nice, you right. know. So, but again, that could ma- that makes their relationship a little bit more uh, complicated. So it we'll does see as things go. <laughs> it, it does, and and yes, obviously we'll get into it here. But I I, I don't I don't see much more than she's a friend here. I don't. Yeah, I agree with you completely. I get I'm just, zero flirting vibes from her. From this entire scene? From this scene, yeah. Okay, yeah, because she says, he says he wants to catch, he wants to um, grow a mustache. And she's like, I think you'd look cute with a mustache. I feel like if she were hitting on him, as weird as it is to talk about this, yeah. she would have used a different word. Yep. Am I am I crazy? I, like, I, I feel like she would have said you look handsome or you would look, I, I don't know. I, I feel like cute is like, a, oh, look at my cute little Muppet friend. Yep. Would you, t- totally do you agree, agree with me there? Totally agree. And that's, I think, why I'm leaning towards it not be flirting. Um, yeah, I agree. I, I, I think they're both completely innocently friendly totally. and it, it just appears like flirting. And he's concerned about Piggy. I mean, if he, if, he, if he was trying to flirt with her, I mean, you're not bringing up, you know, your girlfriend-ish person, Piggy, yeah. you know? So, I, you know, I don't know, you know what you'd call her at this point, but yeah. Um, and, and it's funny. He says, piggy said he'd look good with one too. So like, it's interesting to have that weird little thought that they had that conversation. Yeah. I was wondering that, like, how would that have, com- how would that conversation have gone? <laughs> and why would it have come up? Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, it just gives like, you know, a, a story, you know, backstory that we don't have to ever go into. But, you know, it's funny to think, hey, they had that conversation at one point while laying in bed, maybe one night. Who right. Knows? Right. Very, very funny and, and adorable to think about. Yeah. Um, oh. So uh, I want to give a little little background here to where they are. Um, they're in um, they're They're shooting around outside the Plaza Hotel. Right. Uh, so you can see the Plaza Hotel, uh, you know, part of it in the background. Um, in the, the, the place that, uh, Jenny and Kermit are kind of talking in front of there, that's the Pulitzer Fountain. And the whole area is called the Grand Army Plaza. So okay. shot on location there. Um, actually in, in New York. Um, whenever I think of the Plaza Hotel, I always think of Home Alone too. Yeah. Same. Well, I think of that, and I also think of Sex in the City. But oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, also, a lot of the movies were shot here. Um, Arthur yeah. with Dudley Moore. I I always liked that movie. Mm-hmm. So, um, and the the uh, uh, Plaza Hotel built back in 1907. Nice. It's an old hotel. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Old. So that I mean, yeah. I guess you could have figured that. I knew it was old. I didn't know it was that old. But yeah. Over a hundred years old now. I don't know if that's still like the fanciest hotel in New York, but I feel like whenever we're in some sort of media, t- television, movie, anything, when you say the plaza, like that yeah. just means it's the fanciest hotel in New York. Yeah. So it's constantly used for that uh, purpose. Yep. So, that and the, I don't know if that's still the case, but it used definitely used to be back in the time of this movie in the past, you know, couple decades, I would think. I, it's still considered, yeah, fancy. I don't know the fanciest. The Waldorf Astoria would be the other one. And mm-hmm. um, so 
the, I, I should have brought this up earlier. I was tying this into the to the hotels, but Waldorf and Statler are named for two famous New York hotels. Yeah, um, Waldorf Astoria, and then there is a Statler Hotel, which today apparently is the Hotel Pennsylvania. So that name had changed, um, but at one point it was the Statler. So they're actually named after those two hotels. So maybe that's another reason to make sure they had a cameo here. But again, why not give them a speaking line or put them in front of the hotels? Well, well that yeah. would have been really funny. Yeah, you know. Um, and I didn't know, I really didn't know this little piece of trivia. Waldorf has a wife. What? And her name is Astoria. Oh my God. And she appeared in one episode of The Muppet Show back in 1979. Okay. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. I, I don't think I've ever heard her referenced ever again, but, um, yeah. I don't think she has no other credits. Um, I don't think they ever mentioned her, but there you go. One episode in 79. That is really funny. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was going to ask if maybe in your research you figured out, is is the Waldorf salad named after the hotel as well? Oh, yeah. That's a classic salad that was, in, I guess, invented there or okay. first made there, made famous there. And then, yeah. Okay. So next sure. time I go to New York, I need to be sure to get one there. Yes. <laughs> yes. That we can add that to our food list. It's probably a very touristy thing to do, but yes. Yeah. Sure. Um, I, I find it funny, I mean, knowing what we know as the audience, obviously Kermit was saying, uh, hard to tell how it went uh, from his meeting. And, yeah. uh, and, and I think they're reading the script right now. Yeah. Knowing yeah. That it's sitting I, in the trash. I was expecting them to cut to the script in the shredder at that point. It just felt very appropriate. Yeah. You know, because we already saw the script getting shredded or he put it in the trash can or something. But I was expecting them to cut to that there. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, I, I mean, it would have been it would have been comedic. I didn't. I it wasn't yeah. thinking that. But well, it's weird because we I yeah. was expecting that so much that when it actually cut to Peggy, it was a little jarring. Oh, I was okay. like, oh, oh, OK, we're moving on. Like mm -hmm. we're on to Peggy. Like it was just kind of strange. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I think that was a great little, you know, I like when we see Kermit's sort of naivete yeah. come through because he always seems to know so much. And I'm not saying he's ego. He doesn't have like a, a huge ego in terms of like, oh, I know everything, but it is nice to see him like a little bit more vulnerable. You know what I mean? Right. And it's very Muppety to be just very naive of the situation. And hopeful, hopeful, you know, I mean, that's well, good. But. Hopeful, yes, but also just not, the, the Muppets don't read the room. We've talked about that before. It, no, they, just, they definitely they don't. don't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you, know, you know, a Muppet movie where all the Muppets read the room correctly the entire movie would be so boring. Right. It really would, because you'd be like, what? I'm just watching a bunch of people. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, socially... Um, Smart people, socially intelligent people. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, none of them really know exactly what's going on yet. And that's the uh, that's the joy of yeah. the Muppets. Anyway, we get our first glimpse at um, Stalker Piggy, right? Yeah, I love it. From the bushes. Technically our second. I mean, we saw her staring up at the Empire State Building. Right. And I mean, we knew it was her, but we yeah. didn't see her face. Uh, okay. So this is the first time I think we're seeing her face, yeah, right? Like we saw is. her profile. Right. 
But now we're like, oh, okay, this is Piggy, and now she's been stalking Kermit, or she's been following Kermit, and now she sees something that maybe she shouldn't be seeing, or maybe she's going to get the wrong idea. Yeah. So... Um, this bit, by the way, when she runs behind the bushes, <laughs> yeah. she's moving so fast. I'm wondering if, like, Frank is on a skateboard or something. Well, there, he, yeah, he's definitely going to be on one of those rolling things. So it, it's not quite a skateboard, but, I mean, it's this, it, it's a reclining seat on wheels that, that yeah, they're able like to one of those, um, like, not like a dolly, but like something like that. Kind yeah. of like a dolly. She's think moving of, so fast. Yeah, you can think of him like a dolly with a with a seat uh, on him for, for yeah. Jim yeah, and yeah. Frank and everybody to sit on. Um, I, I love, again, you know, the little touches that we notice. Like, so she's running and she takes a look and runs like looking for a few seconds there. And, and that's just a little touch that's so good. You know, instead of just yeah. running straight, she's actually like looking and running. And I, I love that. It's another one of those great little subtle moments that, you know, Frank only like these guys know how to do when they're doing the Muppets. They do such a good job. Like Frank could just like, you know, that probably was just something he did on the fly. You know, he didn't plan it. You know, yeah. it's just natural to do that. So he did it. So it's great. Lots of subtlety from Frank Oz's performance this week on our minutes. Right. Coming up. Lots yeah. Of subtlety. Yeah. I uh, so. yeah. I, a lot. Uh, a lot. Uh, <laughs> So, um, oh, so she gets over to the, to the construction area. You know, I'm kind of worried about her there because uh, she doesn't have a hard hat on and she's right there in the construction zone. That's kind of, you know, right. dangerous. It is. Um, to be there. But, you know, I think Piggy can take care of herself. I think so, right? too. Yeah. Well, we'll <laughs> if yeah. something heavy were to fall on her. Um, <laughs> so, all right. I want to go into the good of this part of the scene before we deteriorate into anything you want to talk about here <laughs> okay um so so the good all right i think the casting is spot on for these construction workers oh yeah they're, they're perfectly uh inappropriate and terrible <laughs> yep and they look like construction workers like you know yeah, yeah. right out of the central casting they 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 yep. good good casting um Piggy's disguise is amazing. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm going to say that's like a nice, hot, like London fog coat. Really nice coat. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to say, or like a Burberry coat. Yeah, she's fancy. It I is. Like it. It's very fancy. She must have went shopping. Maybe we'll, we'll see. Spoiler alert. She works at a department store. Maybe she was able to pick, what, pick it out there. You know. She has no money. There's no way she has that. But but Miss Piggy does have quite a wardrobe. We don't know where she's accumulated it, but she certainly has at some point. So yeah, this is uh, um, you know maybe she did run it to have have a little bit of money at some point. Wardrobe change number ten already, and we're on minute wow. thirty one. Wow, that's yeah. an average of a different wardrobe every three minutes. Yeah, that's crazy for her so far. That's yeah. awesome. I love that they take the time to do that. It's just. It's just so great and realistic, and it's so piggy. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Um, what else is good about this scene? Uh, the continuity. The continuity is outstanding here. All right. So this kind of bleeds into my fourth thing that I like a lot is where Jenny and Kermit are in the foreground, and the construction workers and Piggy are in the background. Yeah. The 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 setup of those shots are fantastic. Yeah, it's perfect. And you see the other guys come up to the to the to the scaffolding. Yep. And then they're in the, the shot. It's perfect. Yeah. I totally expected that not to line up. 
Like, mm-hmm. I was like, there's no way they're going to actually watch that close enough to line that up. But they do. The second that third guy kind of comes up there, you, you, you switch over to the close-up of Piggy and the construction workers, and they're right there. And that's that's really cool. I mean, that's, you know, we've seen some bad continuity every once in a while. And that is just, like, really taking care to be be right be accurate here and i just and i again i just love all the action everything going on in the scene um and then to have that foreground background type shot is just you know just a touch of good filmmaking like yeah again, it, oh absolutely taking the film to another level and making it not just a good muppet film i mean this is a this is a good film because they're doing these different kinds of camera angles and it it goes to you know frank Oz is directing i'm sure as well to set up these shots i mean and like you say i don't know if you kind of already said this but like just the the the, the blocking your favorite word right. of how they staged this in terms of like the cars driving by and the people coming by like there's yep. a lot of moving parts in this scene and they were still like able to take the care to do it and get it correct i mean like seriously when i watch this and i i see that happening it just makes my little like ocd heart so happy yeah yeah <laughs> yeah yeah it's awesome and i love the, that he's taking so much care to make new york alive like he's trying really hard to get these shots uh, where everything's moving and everything's kind of alive and exciting. And I, I just I appreciate that in a movie about New York, you get to really get a sense of New York. So yeah. it's it's good. It's yeah. great. Um, the Red Ball Demolition Corp. Um, so mm-hmm. I looked it up. There is actually a Red Ball Demolition Company and a Red Ball Interior Demolition Corp. In New, both in New York, so hmm. close, different logos. I don't know, you know. Wonder I, what happened if you call that number. Oh, I, I actually just googled the phone number. Um, apparently, it, if 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 it is area code two one two, um, it rings to a uh, petite Alma graphic design, um, on Fifth Avenue. Did it have a voice message, like an answering machine? Oh, I didn't call it. I Googled the oh. number. Sorry. You you totally should, and you should leave a message and be like, I saw you on the Muppets Take Manhattan. That'd be amazing. <laughs> and see if they call you back and go, what? Because like, they've got to have had, had to have had calls, right? I don't know. I mean, yeah. I guess. Yeah. I mean, I guess somebody would have back in the day. Uh, or, or just crazy people now on the internet. Yeah, I don't know. See, but you it would have costed like money back in the day. Right, yeah, like it's like a long distance call. (laughs) Yeah. Wow, you remember when that was a thing? I I do. Yeah. Anyway. So well, let's talk about this. Yeah, just one other thing. I mean, just the 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 most controversial thing about this minute: the Uh Marlboro cigarette advertisement on the taxi. Oh my goodness! Advertising cigarettes in a kids' movie. I didn't even notice that. Wow! Look at you. That is the worst thing to happen this minute. Um, so I'm done with minute 31. You you set with minute 31. We're going to we'll be back tomorrow for minute 32. Of you're, you're so scared. It's hilarious. I think it's funny. All right. So you, I mean, you know everything I'm going to say. Like maybe you don't. Honestly, maybe you don't. Um, I want to hear your take first. I always like to hear your take first, Nick, and then I'll respond. <laughs> Um, so the construction workers with their cat calls to, uh, 
to Figgy. Very so. So I will say it's a stereotypical like thing in from TVs and movie, um, mm-hmm. and obviously real life. Uh, construction workers. I guess it's. Real, I mean, it has to be based on something. So I'm assuming this is something construction workers did or do. Um, this is something that men do. Okay. Nowadays, as well, this is something that many men do, um, See, and have done since the beginning of time. I will this say not, about this is some... not a reference to anything. This is just something that happens. That uh, apparently in 1980, what year was this again? They think it's funny. Um, I, I, the idea that they're doing this to Piggy on its face is funny, uh, just because it's it's Miss Piggy. But like she's. Go go ahead. What were you going to say? Sorry, go ahead. Well, I, I'm just saying that, like, you're, you're saying that, that this is something men do. I, it, it feels so, um, uh, crazy. Like, like I get that they do it. Like, I, but, like, is this playing it over, this is playing it over the top, though, no? I mean, when they do it in movies and TV and, and do something like this? I, okay, from personal experience, yes. This, I, I have never been uh, catcalled like this. I will definitely say that. This is something that goes on and on, I think, in their minds for humor's sake. But it's, and I can't speak for every woman out there. I mean, I'm sure that there are men that are insistent to the point of danger, Nick. I mean, I'm like, you know, I'm sure that, like, this is not news to you, right? right? Like, I know this scene is supposed to be played for comedy, and I understand that. Um, but again, the, just the fact that this is in a children's movie is just, wow. Like, why? <laughs> I don't even know. Like, it's nuts. Yeah, I I, I mean, it's, it's just, it's men making a movie, writing a movie, and, and thinking yeah. that this is, this is funny. Because yeah, they're guess. playing it for comedy. Yeah, I, I guess so. Uh, and maybe in the 80s it was funny. Uh, you know, if you had asked... <laughs> 1980s baby Annie no if you had asked me 20 years ago 30 years ago if this sort of thing was funny god at this point how many years ago is it it's like 40 years ago um I might give you a different answer it's right now it's just cringe inducing you know what I mean and I and I get it I get why it's in the movie I can't judge a movie based on today's standards um and I'm not saying like horrible things don't happen to people I think this is a horrible thing happening to piggy but the problem with this scene and we'll get into it in the next minute is the way it's the way it's resolved, the way it's handled. That's kind of my main point. Like she, and again, I don't know if I can talk about this yet because like what I want to talk about is kind of happening in the next minute. Right. So maybe we should wait. But um, right now, I mean, all I can say is like my 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 initial reaction is first of all, she's not even she's not dressed like feminine in any way, shape, or form. She's the most covered up she could possibly be. And her back is turned to them. And she's still getting catcalled. Like, they don't know. They have no clue what she looks like or anything. And they're still doing it. So it's like, it's almost like some weird sort of meta commentary on, hey, it doesn't matter what you're dressed like. You're going to get catcalled. Like, it's, it's to me, and I know that's not what they mean. But as I'm watching it, I just find it so funny that she happens to be dressed this way in this scene. Don't you think that's kind of funny? Yes. Yes, I yeah. do. I I think that it's it, it, it it's bad. Look, I'm not condoning the behavior. I'm not even saying that that it, again in 2019 we should write a, a, a 
comedic scene like this and try to even play that up for its humor. And you're right. The way it got resolved, uh, we will talk about it tomorrow. You will be proud of me. I got, I, I cringed at it because I get why that's a weird okay. resolution to the to the issue. So we'll talk oh, I'm about. Eager. So we'll talk about that tomorrow. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, like, even in like, uh, look, I, I'm, I, I don't, I, I'm, I'm gonna. I just have to say it. No, I, I just... I love be- listening to you str- like stutter over your words because you're like afraid of me. It's pretty funny. Look, I just love it. I just feel it's such a... Here's the problem. And maybe this is the problem. That it feels to, to somebody like me that would never like do this. Like not even being gentleman-like. I mean, I just think it's stupid. It achieves nothing. Right. To to do this to a woman. Um but in, in Hollywood it's always portrayed as construction workers whistling and catcalling at women. Right, right. And if so, you took No, sorry, go ahead. Well, I, just to conclude that thought and so to somebody who doing this behavior is so outside the realm of possibility that right. it, that 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 because Hollywood portrays it like this, and that I guess that's the problem. I guess that's the line I'm drawing there, because Hollywood portrays it as a, as a joke and this thing that seems stereotypical and just like part of a movie or TV show that you almost don't think it happens in real life. See, so you laugh it off in the movie, but it really does happen, and it really does affect people. Yeah, I, I totally get what you're uh, very carefully trying to say. I get it. Um, if you took this scene out of the out of this location and put them into, say, like a club, um, that absolutely 100% happens constantly, all the time, to women everywhere. And you could say, hey, well, you're at a club and, you know, you're there to meet people. Yeah, I mean, to a, to a certain degree, a degree Yes, that's true. But the problem and like the, the, the horrifying thing about this is just the very base idea and assumption. And this carries on through the entire minute. And we will get into it later this week that women's only worth like a woman's only worth is based on her looks. And that's that to me is the most problematic and upsetting part about a scene like this, even in even just for humor, being in a being in a movie like this. And, and again, it's just that it's the pervasiveness, Nick. Like we've had conversations about this like three or four times already in like the first 30 minutes of this movie. It's just constantly hit over the head that, hey, if you're a girl and you're watching this movie, you better look pretty or, you, or you, your only reason for existing is to like look pretty. Yeah. Uh, and so it's the catcalling thing. It's just yeah, it just rubs me the wrong way. And I mean, you're absolutely right. You're one of the guys out there that can see this for what it is as completely useless and ridiculous. But I'm one of the females out there that's on the receiving end of this type of behavior who knows that this does happen. And it's completely, you know, realistic just to, a, you know, maybe to a slightly smaller degree. Yeah. Um, but it still happens. It really happens. And it's offensive and it's terrible and it's off-putting. And like we'll talk about tomorrow, the way this scene is resolved doesn't leave any men walking away from this scene thinking that this is wrong. That's the problem with this scene. Like, if these guys 
I mean, again, we, you know, we can get into it tomorrow. I'm actually looking forward to getting into right. it tomorrow. Let's, what do you say? Yeah, let's, let's continue it tomorrow so we can, continue, we can talk about the resolution. Yes. I do want you to ponder something overnight. Yes. One of these three men appeared in an episode of The X-Files. I want you to guess right now who you think it is. I, do, you, do you even possibly uh, recognize any of them? I, I mean, I was wondering if they did, but I am not sure. I'm not sure enough to make a guess, and I'm, I'm ashamed of my X-Files self. But you can tell me tomorrow who well, it is. I want you to take a guess. The guy in the left, center, or right? Um... God, I really don't know. I mean, I'll just I'll just guess left. All right, we'll see you tomorrow. Okay. We'll see you tomorrow when we come back here to talk about minute 32 of Muppets Minute. Bye.